Um, I've actually only worked Chief, I believe, once. Um, it was another Battle Royal several years back at the Malone Center. Okay. Uh, winner of that match actually became the uh, Mid-States Champion. That's actually how I won the belt. It's time! Are you ready? Let's go! Guess who's back? It's Johnny Cadillac! Let's start the show! And welcome to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Cadillac, here on kind of a midweek, mid-to-end-week special edition episode of Caddy Chat. Of course, I did not get an episode put out this last Monday, but this is a, this took a lot of work, and this is a special that I wanted to get out there. For those who've listened to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast since the start, um, even when it was just on Facebook Live, before we had this audio format backing us up, Anytime I've had anyone from the MWA on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast, I found it really important to my podcast and uh, most importantly to a wrestling brother of mine uh, that any MWA guest I had on, I wanted to pay tribute to the legendary career of one Chief Atakula Kula. Um, Chief Atakula Kula was, I, I've talked about it numerous times still is not just was still is one of the one of the members of my pro wrestling family one of the one of the wrestlers that I have the most utmost respect for um chief has done a lot in his legendary career and so what I wanted to do for this special edition episode is um for if you didn't catch some things or just if you want to really hear what Chief Atacula meant to so many of us in MWA, I compiled a list from different MWA stars, just sharing sharing some love, shedding some love for one Chief Atacula Kula and what he has meant to them and in their wrestling careers. Um, I have two two clips right off the bat. Uh, of course, we heard Kid Kamikaze. In the intro, I thought that was kind of a fun way to start today's episode, especially since he didn't really shed anything. But, um, yes, it's good to know that Chief Atakula Kula has once worked with Kid Kamikaze in a battle royal where Kid Kamikaze first won the MWA Mid-States Championship, a championship that Chief Atakula Kula has held as well. But these are, these are different segments I've collected over the last year of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast. Um, Chief has announced his final booking date. I believe it's here in the next couple of weeks in Puerto Rico before he completely uh, uh, hangs up the boots for good. Um, but we have a couple different MWA stars start off the the uh, this honor show with um, who selfishly they they admire the they admire the career. And the legacy of Chief Atakula Kula, but selfishly they just wanted to have one more match with Chief Atakula Kula. So opening up today's Chief Atakula Kula honoring episode, here's the American outlaw Tyler Bodine. Chief Atakula Kula, man, I if you're listening to this, I I wish you nothing but the best, man. I've always enjoyed 
sharing the locker room with you. I've enjoyed wrestling you. Uh, I know we've only got to wrestle a few ki- few times. Um, hopefully before you officially, officially hang up the boots. Um, and hopefully it's not too late. Hopefully I get to wrestle you at least one more time. Um, he has taught me so much. Um, definitely a legend in this business that uh, every time I got to sit underneath his learning tree was, uh, was a treat in itself. Stemming from there, here's one individual who not only wished that he could have been able to get into the ring with Chief Atakula Akula one last time, but has a specific match type in mind if he was able to have that honor one more time of stepping in the ring with Chief Atakula Akula. Here with some very encouraging words, yet wishful thinking, here is Levi McDaniel. You know, Chief... Someone I've known a long time in this business. We've had some great matches over the years. A lot of uh, shows we've been together that we didn't have matches. I've always enjoyed his company. He's someone I consider a friend. I've rode in cars with him before. I mean, he's a great dude. And I am going to, I already miss not seeing him at shows. Uh, Chief is a character that you feel like will never, would never die in wrestling that would never leave the wrestling business. Despite, I already knew he was a dinosaur. I already knew he's old. I I mean, obviously, he can't do it forever. But still, the character of Chief Atakulakula will live on forever. And uh, it's kind of a character you think that will be wrestling forever. But obviously, reality is, is his time's coming up. I wish I could have one final match with him. I wish he could be... Uh, a hardcore match, an extreme rules match. Um, we the best hardcore match I've had in my career was a death match I did with him, and uh, that match was a lot of fun. We've had other matches that were extreme; they were all fun. I would love to throw down with him one last time, and like I would like to turn it up a notch. You know, we did some cool stuff before, but I would like to take the extreme to a whole nother level. And that could be my last match with him, at least. You know, he's going to have other matches maybe before he's done. But uh, he's talking about Puerto Rico. If he only goes to Puerto Rico and not here, maybe I could have that match with him in Puerto Rico someday. I don't know. But I, I, I'm not going to accept the fact that uh, I've that he's done and I'm not going to have another match with him. So he can say he's done. I know he's pretty much counting his bookings down, but... I still need to have one match with them, and I'm I'm sure one day I can make that happen. Another individual that I've really enjoyed sharing the MWA locker room with, one that I get along with really well, and it was so much fun for me to have him on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast, but he admittedly says that he didn't really actually work with Chief Atakula Kula a whole lot, but still had some very encouraging words for him. Here is gorgeous Alex Gretzky. Well, when I think of Chief, I think of, yeah, that's a veteran. He's been wrestling for a long time, a very long time. And and although I have not gotten to work with Chief a lot, we I've shared a locker room with him, and he's always an enjoyable person to be around. I believe the first time I met him was at a random show in North Dakota somewhere, and that's when I first met Chief. And then later on in the MWA, got to share a locker room with him. Always a very cool guy. Yeah, I mean, he has plenty of jokes up his sleeve for sure. 
always a smile yes, on his does. face. But mm-hmm. uh, somebody I've I've enjoyed working with, and I'm glad you echo the same sentiment there. So where Alex hasn't worked with Chief Atakua Kua a whole lot, still had some pretty encouraging words to say, but here is one man who knows Chief Atakua Kua very well, has went to war with Chief many times, and as he states, considers Chief Atakua Kua probably the biggest rivalry of his MWA career. Here is Mr. Fitness 2. I would say... In the last few years, last couple years especially, uh, Chief Atakula Kula has probably been my greatest rival and, and definitely, definitely one of the toughest uh, people I've ever faced one-on-one. And um, the amount of respect that I have for the longevity of his career, for one, and his ability for two, um, are just off the charts. I can't say enough. Um, d- despite the fact um, we've 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 definitely had some some disagreements, and we've definitely uh, I, I know I can't speak for him. I feel like as strong as I am, I know he's probably woken up the next morning feeling kind of like I do the next morning after a matchup. But then again, maybe not. Because he's a he's definitely a tough guy, but I tell you, man, we we've when I say we rattle each other's teeth, man, we we're we're throwing tater salads out there, man. We're just beating the the, the hell out of one another. We had a strap match about a year ago out, I that. Uh, in the Chicago area. Oh my God, you want to talk? We went. It was at a bar, man. We wrestled from one bar. There's two outside bars, which, you know, you were there yep. um, from one bar to the other and back to the other, all over the outside. I mean, all through the crowd, all through the ring. And you want to talk about a taxing match, man. And to be able to go like that. And I, 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 at any age, I mean, if you're 22, 23, 24, I know a lot of young guys in this business that can't rock and roll with me like that, that long, that hard, that intense. Not very many of them out there. And and he's like a truck, man. He just keeps coming and keeps coming. You know, you ever see like uh, those big torquey trucks that could pull a, you know, the big weighted trailers into the in the mud. What's that? What's that called? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of. I, I drawing a blank on like a mud pull. I don't know what the right. hell it's called, man. He's, I mean, he doesn't need to be a Corvette. He's not moving a hundred mile an hour, but he's moving. Yeah. And there's so much torque and, and so much horsepower behind his, everything he does, man. He is just, he's just a machine. And there's, there's something to be said for a guy that can go that hard, that long in the ring, man. Since 1988. Think about that. I mean, but, and he's relevant. There's yeah. a lot of you know. There's a lot of indie haters out there. Um, a lot of people in the. Everyone thinks they're more relevant than they are. Probably myself included, and, that, and that's okay. I'll, I'll accept that. Fair enough. But you got a lot of a lot of wrestlers that are big fish in small ponds that that rarely, rarely travel anywhere. They might have a home promotion and work there most of the time. The once or twice a year they leave state and they hashtag do the drives on Facebook and all that. 
And they're the kind of guys that got something smart to say about guys like Chief Atacula Kula and Mr. Fitness, too. While we're traveling the whole country and, uh, and, and making money. And he's relevant in the Pacific Northwest, California, Puerto Rico, and, and all through the Midwest. And, and think about that, kids, before you run your mouth about your elders in this business. <laughs> There's some guys out there that got it figured out. Yeah. And they're making money. Making money doing it. Most Not definitely. a household name. But making money. Most definitely. So I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and um, I'll say it probably a couple other times. But since the start of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast, always at the top of my list to get on to the show in the just about year that we've been doing these this podcast, whether it be Facebook Live or the official audio podcast, is Chief Atakua Kua. And I'll shed some more light on what he's meant to me a little later on. But it just hasn't worked quite yet for uh, Chief to come on to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk. But one man who has been able to come on probably three or four times in the meantime where I haven't been able to get Chief out of Cool Cool on. And honestly, with the inside jokes Chief and I have in the locker room, I don't know how he feels about the spot on the, quote, like, tribute card of this episode because he's not on last and he's not going out as champion but here is mwa promoter brian blade a few months ago uh chief atakua lost the mwa mid-state championship to johnny gunn um as commissioner i went out and i suspended chief uh during his time away he decided enough was enough he's getting right he's hanging up his boots um I want to talk to Brian Blade, the man who's worked with Chief Atakulakula. If you just have a few words to say, I want to have Chief on a future episode just talk about his legendary pro wrestling career. So I just want to give you this time to share some words with Chief. Uh, Chief's had a great career. Uh, I consider him a friend. Uh, he's been up and down the roads everywhere. He's, you know, he, you know, he's had a phenomenal career in Puerto Rico um, and all over the United States. Very successful and you know he's he's a good man he's a good person and he's great in the ring and you know the bad thing is is time waits for no one and sooner or later it all ha- it happens to all of us and it's going to be sad on when he has his last match and i know that's coming soon um but i wish him nothing but the best um when he retires in his last match and um like i said you can't ask for a better person great guy in and out of the ring, Absolutely. and a gentleman, and uh, just just a great overall, just all around person, and you know can't help you know to want you know everything to go great for him. Absolutely, I I mean I could have said it any better myself. Chief has always been one of the ones I've respected the most, um, and I mean he's earned it. Uh, anybody he interacts with, he's he's earned his respect. So I I don't have a date set in mind. I, don't have a date locked in, I should say, on when Chief will be on the show, but he will be on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast on a future episode. Looking forward to having him on. Um, Well-deserved, any credentials he has. So. It's a must-listen because he's, there's a lot of years there and a lot of stories. Absolutely. I'm a, as a fan, I'm just excited. I, I, I'm ready to learn. Just I, I, mean, I got to do my job hosting a podcast, but, yeah, as you said, a lot of stories. So it, well, it'll be good. Brian's not going to be happy with me saying this, but that is former heavyweight champion Brian Blade. 
I say former because he has once again lost the MWA heavyweight champion to a man who has gotten to know Chief very well in his uh, not quite as long of career as Chief Atakuakula had. Here is, during his first title reign as MWA heavyweight champion, one of the early guests on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast, and now current MWA heavyweight champion. He's not quite the main event in today's episode, but in any MWA card he is in anymore, he is the main event. He is the MWA heavyweight champion. Here is Van Johnson. Chief Atakulakula, a wrestling legend, very respected wrestler. Um, I want to have him on the show and give him the respect he deserves. As his his career's coming, winding down to an end. He's accepting less and less bookings. Retirement's just about there. Van Johnson, I want to take this time to talk to you or Larry Robertson. I know you know Chief very well. Uh, you've ridden with him. Do you you have any words that you would like to say to Chief Atakulakula at this time? Yeah, I like I said, I've rode with him a lot. I've been on the road with him for like consistent last like two or three years. Um, you learn more on the road than you do in the ring. Like we ride eight hours together and it's just this is for me to YouTube, it's the greatest. I mean, eight hours of just learning the basics. You know, we don't have the radio on. I don't, I think we've listened to the radio maybe like for twenty minutes one time we've ever been together. And that was because Beast put it on. <laughs> But besides that, like, no, he teaches you all my psychology. I learned from him, like, slow down, you know, like, make sure the crowd is where you want him to be. You know, like, you control the crowd. Don't let the crowd control you. Um, so, basically, what I just want to say is, Chief, that I, I love you, and I, I think your career is great. And um, I know it's going to continue a little bit in Puerto Rico for a while, but you just meant so much to my career. Um, I mean, I didn't get physically trained by you, but, like, all my – knowing around the wing, and, and I don't think I would have realized the chance to to, uh, to cash in if I wasn't with uh, Chief for all those years. Okay. He always told me, like, make sure you look around, make sure you know what's going on, and if I wouldn't have got the information, I would have been like, oh, James Storm is just fighting with Levi. Uh, okay. But no, it clicked. Boom. You need to take the opportunity, and you need to get Brian Blade down and win the championship. Absolutely. I would have loved to defend the title against uh, Chief. I'm not saying it was going to be. It's not going to be an easy fight against Chief, but it would have been a dream match. I mean, okay, so uh, going on to that a little bit, I've I've seen you tag team with Chief. I know you've teamed together in other promotions. Oh, in Ohio, yeah, we're a team in Ohio. Yeah, have you have you ever worked against Chief in your career? I have one time. Um, okay. it was in Illinois. It was in it was in. Myland, I want to say Myland, or some somewhere in Illinois, some small crap town in Illinois, and we worked against each other in a hardcore match. Okay, how was that? It wasn't very. Uh, it was very early in my career, so I was. Uh, I was kind of beaten like a dog. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I believe it was the second ever time I've worked for MWA as a ring announcer. Just right around five years ago, was the first time that I ever got to meet Chief Atakuakua. And honestly, not ever meeting the guy before, not ever seeing his work, I could just tell when he walked into the room that he was one of those individuals that just needed. He didn't ask for it, but he deserved every ounce of respect from everyone else in that locker room. If you didn't go to Chief Atakulakula and instantly shake his hand and ask how he's doing, I, I don't know what to tell you, but it's not anything good. 
Uh, Chief Atakulakula, from the very get-go, was one that I knew was deserving of all respect in the locker room and in the pro wrestling business. And as I've gotten to know him over the years, it's just driven that point that much further. Um, I've said it numerous times, Chief Atakulakula is one of, if not the individual, that I do respect the most in the pro wrestling business. He's He has shed a lot of blood and sweat all over the country and even in Puerto Rico. And um, just it's done an amazing amount of work. And, you know, as Mr. Fitness 2 said earlier in the show, he's been doing this since 1988. I was born in 1989, so that, like, takes me back and really reflects on the legendary career that this man once had. And um, I uh, am proud to announce that it's looking like we're still finalizing, crossing the T's and dotting the I's. But this next week's episode, this weekend, going into Monday's episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast, we will finally have Chief Atakulakula on the show. Um, as mentioned before, Chief Atakulakula getting ready to hang up the boots for good. He's only worked a couple bookings over the last year in general, and he's got one final showing in Puerto Rico, something that's near and dear to his heart. And uh, it it's very... As mentioned a few times in this podcast already, there it comes a point in every man's career where, in this business, where he think it's time for him to hang up the boots. That he weighs everything out and he says it's time. And for those of us left in the locker room who have to carry on the show without that individual there, we take a hit, we take a beating with it a little bit, but the show must go on. And it's been. I, I love what I do as a as a pro wrestling ring announcer, uh, primarily for MWA, and it's been hard to uh, work shows and not have Chief Atakulakula in the locker room there, even though he, you know he's constantly cracking jokes more than anything else. But really, really good guy, um, somebody I've spent many hours with at the after parties and whatever else, just really getting to know and you know picking his brain over different things that happened in his career and. And Chief would he he would laugh at this because I I can't tell you how many times where I come up to him or even Beast and I say all right you know they say card subject to change there is a change on tonight's card it is now Chief Atakulakula against Johnny Cadillac and Johnny Cadillac's going over and every time Chief just laughs and he goes all right brother whatever you say and so I just always really appreciate just how accommodating and how willing he is to do whatever jobs asked of him now. I've never actually had that match with Chief Atakulakula, nor have I had a match with anybody. But again, this isn't about me. This is about the great Chief Atakulakula and the legacy he has left in this business. I am so excited to have him on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast here next week. And I hope it's an episode that you guys really enjoy. Um, like I said, it's one I've been trying to get to from the get-go of, from the start of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk and I'm so excited just to hear the, some of the stories that he has had in his very memorable wrestling career. Um, as Brian Blade mentioned earlier, um, if there's one individual you're going to want to hear stories from on this podcast, it is Chief Atakulakula. Now, I didn't want to end today's episode with me. I thought about it. Well, go go figure. Johnny Cadillac's now going to put himself over. It's Brian Blade's job to put himself over. <laughs> there you go, Chief. But no... Um, Frankly, you know, if I had Chief on right now, he 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 would be in the main event spot for sure. Um, but 
even if with this being technically my podcast, Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast, there's one individual that I I just looked at and I said I cannot end today's podcast with me. There's one individual that I need to make certain was going to be on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast before I get to next week's Chief Atakua Kua episode because he's one man that I knew was going to have a really heartfelt tribute to Chief Atakua Kua. One man that I would say just by seeing for myself is probably had to have been one of Chief's best friends in this business, as he'll mention, a real blood brother in the wrestling business. Closing this week's episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast, honoring the wrestling career of Chief Atakua Kua, here is the Wild Man Beast. Chief, the first time I actually uh, met Chief Alakulakula, I was um, co-owner of the HCWA out in Iowa, and I didn't. And I've heard I had heard about him, but I had never seen his work. And he asked, "Could he, you know, come work for the company?" And I said, "Yes, yeah, sure. Send me um, some promo videos in an eight by ten. And he actually sent it to me and. I booked. I didn't actually ask him to come to the event, I, but the car was already booked. And I told him, "Hey, look, you'll be on standby." He said, "No problem." So, what made Chief and I really close was thank God that he was there. He, um, I was in a match, and I kind of got dropped um, on my lower spine. And I thought I had, was paralyzed because I couldn't move from the waist down. And Chief was, he knew exactly what to do. He told the guys to take the ropes off the ring and he was asking me this and this. And I, this was a scary moment for me. I thought I was totally paralyzed. And he asked, Hey, can you feel this? And I'm like, No, I can't feel nothing. So when the paramedics came in, they took my wrestling boot off and you know they how they have to stick the little I guess a little pin in your foot to see what what was really going on and <clears throat> there was no feeling there. I told him I couldn't feel nothing. So, you know, Chief rode rode to the hospital with me, stayed there until I actually, you know, checked out and from that point on, Chief and myself became the best of friends outside of the wrestling business and um, him and I traveled on the road many a time. Him and I fought, beat the crap out of each other in matches. Um, we've actually tagged up together. We have the utmost um, respect for each other. You know, he was the gentleman that brought had me the opportunity to go over to Puerto Rico again and you know, have me wrestle some guys out at, I, th- I think it's La La HSW and near Ponce or Rio Grande out there in Puerto Rico, and great great person in and out the ring. I have nothing but the utmost respect for Chief Alakula Kula. Like I said, him and I have beaten the crap out of each other. We tagged together, and and I'll. We've traveled the road up and down, and there's times where 
Chief, I'll tell you a funny story. Chief and I had was on the doing some shows for MWA, and we were heading back, and we were tired as heck. And um, I think it was a five day tour with MWA, something like that. And Chief, you know, really at night I can't drive at night, so I do, do the did the day driving, and we stopped at this truck stop to get um, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. <laughs> and we used to always get a coffee latte with extra cream, extra sugar, and a double shot of espresso in it. So it was it was pretty strong. It kept us up. So we yeah, go okay. there, and and we go there. And now I'm tired. And I, I, we chief and I just want to get home. So there was this guy taking an order, and I he he. I, Chief said what he's wanted to say, and you know, boom. And then, the, then the guy's like, "What would you like, sir?" He didn't say nothing to Chief, but as soon as I get up there and I tell him what I want, because Chief ordered the same thing, you know, he, we always ordered the same thing. I said, "I'm going to have the same thing." I said, "I want a coffee latte with double double shot of it, you know, espresso, extra cream, extra sugar." And he's like, "Don't you know that's that's bad for you?" And at that point, how how can I say it? I blew a gasket and I got really loud and I told the guy, if you don't fix my freaking fracking coffee, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> beat your freaking butt. <laughs> and she was like, beast buddy, calm down. It's okay. I'm like, you don't freaking tell me what, how to drink my freaking coffee. Just give me my, my stuff. And let so this, I scared the guy so bad. His manager came from in back and said, sir, I'll fix that for you. I said, I said, please do. I said, I just want, it's like, I wanted my fix. I wanted my morning rush. And this guy literally put his hat on, put his coat on, clocked out and left the crew at this truck stop at Dunkin' Donuts when there was a long line. He left the crew stranded all because I snapped off on him. <laughs> and, you know, like I said, Chief is our friendship outside of the wrestling business, I consider him true family. Absolutely. <clears throat> true family, one, one, one of the most respected guys in the business. You know, him and I talk on a rarity. And, you know, it's sad to see my good friend retire. I, I love him to death. You know, his family is my family. And, you know, he's gotten close to where he's he knows my mom personally he knows my my younger brothers and my younger sisters so that's that's a very tight bond that we have and if it comes down to it i would take a bullet for chief i would you know if it came down to a big fight i will put my life on the line for that brother he's him and i you know I, there's stuff that you know that you know I, I never told anyone you know only chief knows and you know like i said the the friendship the bond and the true brotherhood with that we have is one of the closest i ever got to to another work that actually became like well we can call ourselves blood brothers i mean I, He's going to be truly missed in the wrestling business, but you know when when the time is coming, your body's beat up and 
you're just completely tired of it. You you just got to say, I, enough's enough. I, I you, you just can't do it no more. Your but the body won't let you go that long. Yes, Ric Flair has done it, but we're not we're we're not spring chickens anymore. Sure. But when when Chief retires, I'm going to miss those road trips, those jokes, and uh, just the fun things and the good laughs, you know, the good cries, you know, just basically, you know, having a great time on the road. And, you know, I'm always going to talk to him even when he does retire. We're going to just have those those great memories. And, you know, if you're listening, Chief, you know, I love you to death, my brother. You, I still love you. You, you are my true family outside of the wrestling business, and that that will never ever change, my friend. 